0: Okay, if you'll go to the very last POSIC and in tests, Tess. Go to the uh, second to last Posek because it gives a summary of the downfall of Avimelech and all the damage he caused. And that'll be. A reminder of the Chiddush of the Redak, which will be found at the beginning of the next parrach. Besides the actual Ritzikah, which he would claim was just a punishment to them for being murdered by Malchus, which they were not. He had the whole thing wrong. His claim that you have 70 sons, how you have 70 people run the nation. You have a Melech, the din is that you need one melech, and you need a place where L'Havdol, they would say in America, the buck stops here, and you need one decision maker. Yeshua Benun was told by Moshe Rabbeinu, Yeshua Benun had the concept in his mind of the Sheftim, because he knew he's from Shevet Ephrayim, and the is going to be from Shevet Yehuda. So he was assuming, doesn't spell this out, but as you learn sheftim, this becomes apparent. He assumed that we're going to go into a period of the sheftim before we appoint a king. He also understood they not appointing a king right away, even though the Rambam says that's the first mitzvah when you get into Yisrael. We explained that early on, why they didn't. And that's not an Avera. We have a long period of the sheftim attesting to that. And Yeshua understood that if it's the sheftim, there's no real din melech and melel. I don't have to be in charge. We can have a committee, we can have a Sanhedrin, that could be the Rosh Sanhedrin, but we'll have 70 or 71 of the Sanhedrin. And this is all Rashi and Chumash, very short Rashi. And Moshe HaVenon told Yeshua Yashua Ben-Nun, no, you need one leader, and you have to make decisions. You can have help, you can have advisors, you can have a Sanhedrin, you will have a Sanhedrin, but you are the leader. Why is the Benun Ben-Nun different than the period of the Sheftim, where... He felt that the father's no longer alive and there are 70 sons, and that's not going to work. And therefore, I should be leader. And if you don't see it that way, you're all of Misa. He was completely wrong on the assumption, on the definition of what the leadership should be. Do you even need leadership? The answer is you need something, you need some organizational ability to get things done. You need a shefei to save you from the enemy and those who are attacking and more importantly, when there is slippage to cause them to do tshuva. But they only appear on an ad hoc, per-need basis, and it's not necessary to have an actual king. That wasn't true at the time of Yeshua Benun. Yeshua Benun was conquering Ech Yisrael, and I'm putting together many different Mufar and Ahrenim who put Yeshua Benun, like Meshach beno, on a different platform of leadership than the Sheftim. They had a din of melech more of a Din Melech than of Sheftim. We're in the period of the Sheftim, and Avi Melech is hungry for the covet and the power, and he's seeing it completely wrong, and it wasn't necessary, and the period in between, they, if they're doing the right thing, they would slip after the Sheftim, it would pass away. That happens every time. But right now, you don't need anybody. If you need anybody, it's somebody who's very firm, and a leader in the Ruchni, Is a sense, to... Lead them to the victory in the Ruchnius, which he certainly wasn't doing. So his mistake, the summary of his mistake, is he, he held, ah, I'm not a murderer. He never murdered anybody else unless he was fighting for his Malchus, in which case he started a major war. And Lemysa, his whole dion over here, that you need one absolute ruler at this time was incorrect, and everything that came from that was incorrect afterwards. Yeshua Ben-Nun's that you can have a leadership which is uh, divided, and there'll be no one final decision-maker, was incorrect, especially by him, because he still had a Din Malchus, as did Moshe We don't find that any of the Sheftim had a full Din Malchus. That's the difference. And Avimelech got this idea into his head, which ended up being extremely damaging. And it was an avla to his father, who, when asked, "Do you want malchus?" officially said, "Loy with an olive." And that was his father. And here we are, the next generation, and he's grabbing it, or trying to grab it, or trying to hold on to it. So that's why the pasuk says, Avimelech also la of lager shivim It was also Rosh Avimelech that he killed seventy people, but the pasuk is contrasting it with the fact that. But Dafka, his father, didn't want the malchus and said, it's not necessary now. Hashem hu malkechem, And he seemingly forgot all of that or wanted to forget it. Pasek nun zayin ve'ez kal ras Anshe Shem, who helped him become their king. He wasn't really king over all the Yidden, but for Anshe Shem, until they turned against him and he turned against them. And Yubal Giddon had one surviving son, Yesem, if you recall, he gave him this whole Musashmus to stop, desist, and turn it around, which they didn't listen to, but he was brave enough to say it, and he gave him a klolo if they wouldn't, and the klolo was fulfilled in its entirety because it was and Hashem, and that is that Shem should be punished, and they were all destroyed, they destroyed the city, and they should turn against him, and he should be killed, which he was. And the Heter that his uh, assistant killed him, that we mentioned, the Silak mentions is it a, as a possibility? The Seyfasidim actually brings it down as one of two possibilities. First, he starts off saying that it wasn't right, and euthanasia is also, and you can't kill anybody because they're doing it they're in pain or, or the mercy killing that you're putting him out of his misery or for COVID that they shouldn't say that a lady killed them in battle which if I should say was ridiculous anyway because a lady killing somebody in battle wielding a sword that she's stronger than the man is a bazillion dropping a projectile that weighs many many pounds from a rooftop even dropping a projectile that doesn't weigh that much from a rooftop is going to hurt was not a particular design, but he felt it was, and it was a, a bad way in his mind to end the battle, and he didn't want to leave like this, and the Pusik reports the truth anyways. It didn't help him much. But the heter might have been, the Sefer Chesidim actually mentions this in the second part of that same paragraph. First he says the usher, and you can't kill somebody even a minute before they're supposed to die. And the heter is that Avi Melech being alive is still a redev, as long as he's still commanding his soldiers and they could fight on, and that wouldn't be good for anybody if he had a That was the hakir we spoke out last week. So, if you had to summarize these two psukim, which are summarizing these prokim, would you put Avimelech on the list of So I think most people would have voted that he shouldn't be, and. As I mentioned last week, the radak is going to say that he's actually on the list because we don't have any rayas that he didn't do the job of a shefet in every other area of running the country, the administrative form, keeping law and order, fighting perhaps some smaller battles that we don't know about. We only know about the major ones when Qay Yisrael went off and the entire umma of the particular verazah, usually they're worshipping, attacked them, and it was a major war. But there were always things going on, unfortunately, and somebody had to be in charge, and that somebody was Avi Melech, and we have no right, he didn't do a good job in those areas. Which means, the Radak will say, in that very next Pesach, that he is listed in the Sheftim, because otherwise he was a capable, firm fellow, and he got the job done. Which, sort of have to wrap your hands around, or your head around, because... He did a lot of damage in the process, and as opposed to the rulers who astam Sham gemurim and ovdei in every form or fashion, we have no indication he was an ovdei which means he wasn't. We have no indication he ever touched the kutsa shayur of hulcha or anything else, which he didn't. And the Vedak says he did the job. He had this thing in his mind that they're all Mari malchus, therefore he has to get them. That's why I'm. Doing Khazara on these last two Psukim is this is the summary, and Ataka doesn't say he did anything else wrong, even though this is pretty bad. So that's something to think about. The Abarbanel does not like even this concession. He says he's not on the list. He's chronologically there for three years in between, and he's not on any list that we would keep for Jewish history that we're proud of. But the Radak, and we're gonna see it in a moment, uh, says that we have him on the list. Yes. So some of them were actually and learning. At, uh, the first one was Neil Ben Kanaz and others. Some of them were not that great in their learning, although they were learning as much as they could, but they were tzaddikim. And once you have a tzaddik that means you have a figure you could observe and emulate, and he gave full covetous ahedrin to pass and the Shailuz, and that's fine. Except for Avi Melech, who didn't give cover to anybody except for himself. What? In English, you should find it better word than the judge. because judge made you think that this is a higher level, a learned person who makes decisions. You have the same issue with Devere. Remember, the jury is still out, literally, two days in thesis, whether she was the Shafetess, and that was her Roshan, she actually passed on the Shailant, or she was the president of the based In, and she was directing traffic in a, a nicer, more of a way to say that, more than directing traffic. She was the figurehead that people looked at and you just saw her and you got Yerusha Mayam and you fell in line because she was a strong leader in a positive way and she was running everything. And she was not only from, she was, uh, from the Gedaliah Derner from Kaitner Yerushalmiim, and once she did taste this, even her learning to direct the Sanhedrin. So she had sheikhes to what was going on in all the piskei alachas she didn't herself. So perhaps that's the two is, but she certainly had her hand in everything, and that was in a very positive way. So all of them had that. Some of them directly, some of them indirectly. Avimelech thought that as the son of the previous one, he should have a hand in it and he should be controlling it, and that was an incorrect ex- assumption which led to a lot of damage. Yes? I mean, so there's I another mean, there there, I mean, word that we use for somebody in Haskins, you know, on a basin, and that's a daiyah. So, whereas a shofei is using their judgment as to decision-making... Yeah, we don't have a problem with the word. As long as they are very firm and they have you I am, and the Ram only discusses... Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not as much... Yeah, it's not a stira, but it's not necessarily the requirement. The Rammam says, and he talks about nepotism, which is a positive word, often used in English as a negative word. It could be negative, depending who the candidate is. The Rammam in Hochul describes very clearly that the Melach passes away. The din is that it goes to his son. If the Bukhar is a haqi it goes to him. If not, then the next one. And he should have chachmah and he should have Yerushalayim, those are the two ingredients. And if he's missing a little bit in the experience, but he has Yerushalayim, then we'll train him. If he doesn't have Yerushalayim, he's not very firm, even if he's smart, or he thinks he's smart, and he could be smart, and he could learn more, we don't take him for the job. So... That's a riot to what you're saying, and this is the Melchiselos. The Melch is often a big of Chacham. David was a huge Talmud It doesn't have to be the gadol on learning necessarily, but he has to be holding a learning. He has to have his allegiance to the Koyachatera, and he has to have that from Yerushaayim. If he doesn't have that, you can improve your Yerushaayim, but we don't want it for the job lachatilu. If that's not innate to his personality, and coming with Eir Shemayim, comes the Anivus to follow the direction of the Chachamim when it comes to making a final decision. He's almost a figurehead, but he's not. We need a strong decision-maker. But if the Sahajan disagrees with what he's doing, like you're being over on Le'Abel Nashim and Le'Abel Ketzev at the end, that's not going to last, which is uh, Shlomo Malach, who was a uh, gadol in his learning, and his Chachmah is Pichlus and running the country, and he had some innovative Piske Allah based on that. And Lemaise said at the end there was fallout from that, despite all his accomplishments. At the end, he goes down to history as a Sadiq Asad Elam. Certainly, somebody of lesser uh, stature is going to get into trouble with that. Yes? That's not the that that's Eliel Navi. Eliya Navi has the Masera from. Everything will be clear. Absolutely, crystal clear. But he doesn't have to do, he doesn't have to be the Russian Sanhedrin. also. That's the difference. The Rambam describes this clearly. The Rambam, Bar Kekhva, Ben Kiziva. Rabbi Kiva supported him. The God of the Durst, Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva held. He was firm enough, and he was holding and learning enough, and he had the ichus, and he was a warrior, and he was a... So he said, we're going to try this and see where it goes. And he could have been. Could have been, would have been. Had he been Zeichel, we been Zeichel. Kiva wasn't wrong on the Havamina. So, but you see over there, he wasn't the Russian Sahajan, even though he's probably very learned, and uh, he had a lot of Yerushimayim when he started off, and therefore he was a serious candidate. So these are important questions. I'm glad we're bringing this out. The Shaeftim is this unique kufa in between, and there's somewhat of a Machalikis an and Mishain, they're all others, exactly how daima they are to a king, but they're clearly not the regular din malchus, and that's the difference. Between Avimeloch Taina, you can only have one. You can only have one for what? We don't need a particular Shaifed now if we just stay on the Derich and your father, who did the job as the sole leader when he was offered more power, declined. And he was right. So now you have 70 brothers, you have administrative duties, so get it done. We're going to see soon, and that's part of the contrast. We're going to list Shaifed that we're not going to talk about too much because the public doesn't give it that much room. And that's fine. They were genuine Tzadikim Gamerm who were Tzadikim chamim, capable leaders. And the description I'm going to have very soon is one that had 30 sons and each one was powerful in his own right and they got the job done, but it's all complementary because they used their prestige to run the country and no one had a machlekes. The sons didn't have machlekes within themselves. And what's going on? And the contrast can be an example of power sharing with 30 people. That's not 70, but that's a lot. And somehow they lived b'shalom, and they got the job done. And that's the way, okay, they had their father was still alive and he was the leader, but no one was looking for more power they were looking to get the job done, which is the period of the sheftim. You cannot do that by a melech. That's the message from Moshe ben You have enough of din melech, you need one melech, you get all the help you need. But there needs to be one melech. We're not in that Kufa now. And that's why in between they had situations where they didn't have somebody who was so powerful looking for the power in the first place, which is where they're, they're godless, Yes. The Radak basically is saying that, but the difference is that if he didn't have any aspect of Sheyfed whatsoever, we shouldn't include him in the list. And all we have is bad news in the last parak. So the Radak is pointing out, and I'm explaining further, that the omission of any other Avera and the fact that they call him, if not Sheyfed, sire, but he was a leader for a few years, tells us, and I, I think... The Barbenel disagrees because of the heinous things that he did to even list him, but I think everybody would agree that the omission of other arveurs does tell you he was not an Ovid Ovid Azar. We have no problem letting people know in the Pusik when people are doing Ovid Azar. He was not an Ovid, Ovid He was from every other way. He made serious mistakes over here, which led to serious mistakes of bloodshed and war, which we're not condoning at all. But everything else, he did the job. So the question is, does that put him on the list? And your dymion is a good dymion. Do we have kings? A lot of them were active, and active of the vizor, and it's not so posh there are different shitas in Rishan. Remember that tesis in Sanhedrin, that six answers why Achav had no right to ask novice for his vineyard. If he's a king, he has a din of a king. It's okay. One terence, it's restricted, and a, even, a, even a true king can't. Just to ask for somebody's vineyard, and he certainly can't ask if he wants it, for Avodah there's another terrorist. And you go down to the end of Tasis. Tesis says at the end that it's really only a king who's a king on everyone from HaKadosh Baruch which means he's got to be from. He doesn't have a full din of king. That's part of the din over there. You certainly should be doing the job. He certainly didn't have a full din of Malchus. If he had any din of Malchus at all, the really bad ones that didn't do tshuva, Achav and the like, You remember, after a few generations, Hashem sent an avi and said, you're finished and your whole family's going to be wiped out. And that's what happened. So that means they really didn't retain the claim. They had a chance to do good things with the power and the talent that they had. And the power and the talent was there. Just Hashem is ke'ler chapayim," It doesn't last forever. And therefore, at the end, they had no right to be sitting on the throne. So we'll see the Radak soon. Let's see Pasuk Aleph. And here's the diak that the Radak is going to use. Per gud pasek alav v'yakam acharei avi melech la'ashiyah es ben pua ben dadei ishi Sahar. So Rashi says ben dadei was his name, not that he was a cousin. A different shvatim. Some want to fit it in that he was. For pasuk b'shat over here, Rashi says that was his name. Ishi Sahar, chashav shevet all the shvatim chashav, but. Talk about learning, per all the questions just now. He was a tzaddik from Yisacher, Tamachacham, and he did the job, and there's nothing bad to say because we only have good things to say. And his era of leadership was done as perfect as you can have a leader. And that's why we have no negative comments over here. And there's not a lot in print about him, which is fine. We don't have to know that much about Yishefet. It means it was quiet and he was doing the job. Loshi Yisrael also means that there are always Goyim starting battles and coming in. There's always a need to sort of put your foot down and make sure you're on guard. And he did that job well as Yishef Yisrael. means he did it. He did it. He succeeded. It's very interesting. We have an Yishef Sacha here and he's living in HaRafrayim. That's noticed by the Mufarshim. Why would you live in Haraphraim if you're from Yisachar? So, could say a push-up shot. Haraphraim was the center of the country. If you're running the country, you want an office somewhere near the center of the country. Some Mepharshim point out that he was such an un of Shamir is a worm. In this contrast over here, the next Shephet after Avimelech had to be the polar opposite of Avimelech. Avimelech is all about redifs are covered and covered, which all comes from Gaiva, and the next sheafit Dafka understood that, and although he's a sheafit and everything was executed properly, and he had the help and lachira the covered that was due to him to get the job done, he was the epitome of anivus like a worm. Davin Melach was also a very powerful, the classic king, the first. After Shaul, but the first from the right shavit, and you look at David HaMelech in his life; he's all Nevis, and he knew how to balance that. So Shamir, as in the worm, and Bahar Ephraim, he dafka moved to a place where he wasn't surrounded by the people that would naturally support him, because he wasn't here for a political party of people just uh, singing his praises. In the time, certainly in the time of the uh, Shaftim, until very recently, a person wanted to pravanivus. He would travel and go to a place where nobody knows him, and he doesn't have his natural support from his family, and he's sort of out of sync. We don't feel that today as much because we travel the drop of a hat, and we go to different cities, and people move, and they don't say, so we're here, we're there, we're, we're a society that travels a lot. But in the ancient world, you're from a Shevet, and you pick yourself up and build your house and your office, your headquarters, Bahira frame. you're not naturally with allies. Now, the good news is the people he was with were Yidden and they were from people, good people, and he got the job done. But part of his Anivas was to go to a place where he didn't have that natural support because the last disaster was all about family and which family is going to put their mark on things and what support and Shechem and he's with Shechem and Shechem's going to prop him up and He doesn't want any of that. He's going to a different city. It's a great diuk, because there's only one Pussuk about him. (laughs) There are a lot of Ramazim over here. So the Ramazim, Shamir, humility. ha he wanted a low profile. He didn't want this to be about family and about who's supporting who. He wanted this to be about Klai Yisrael. And he succeeded. But all this was a reaction to what Avimelech did not do right. And uh, he succeeded. Pasik Bez, viishperei s'israel esem v'shalosh a very nice tenure. Twenty-three is a lot better than three. And the three that Melech had weren't very calm. And here everything went as smoothly as one can imagine. Vayamas b'shamir, and he left instructions: he should be buried in what we would call the wrong place. He's fami yisacher. But lamaisa. We have a, um, a Tzadik who understood that not only does he have to be a super-from and proper Shayfate, he's got to show me this that were not utilized by the last leader. I'll take the questions. I want to go to the Radak. Yeah. What is the Shia mean? The Shia means he's helping. Me. He saved them. They were always surrounded by enemies. That people, we don't know in every pair who was attacking, but there was no shortage. They didn't, they didn't, they just had a working police force and some uh, militia, call them La Minute uh, Minutemen you didn't need, you just needed a uh, what do they call it, National Guard would be the uh, Minutemen, it's from the 1700s uh, So again, ad hoc, but he needed it the, the Apostle will only describe the main battles where they were attacked by an entire nation and that nation came in and took over the area and that happened when they went completely off, which will happen again soon, after, when if it dies. Right now, he actually took over and he uh, fixed up what Avi Melech did in terms of uh, the damage he caused. The Melech Baruch Hashem was only around for three years, so Kosh Baruch and his Rachamim uh, contained the damage, so to speak. Yes? Uh, that is certainly part of it, but it's, it's fascinating how that's why you need... All the to weigh in. We only have one pasuk, and then tells you how long he was shaved, and then he dies. There are only a few ramosim over here, but all the Muslims speak to his anivus against what Avimelo did in his Gaiva. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. It's also yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that is the the, the worm is the anivus. Yes, they make all these diukim, and that's his godless over here. He saw. What had to be bent in the other direction, and what had to be fixed up? Yes. Is Pua his mother's name. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, often that was uh, not not always. You're asking, you're asking like uh, the original uh, uh, Shifron. What? Uh, what was that? Yeah, it is, it is. But uh, so sometimes by the prince they use the mother's name. Because the king had many wives. Here it often used the father's name because it wasn't. It wasn't a matzav where they had a king and they had many wives, so you had to identify it. So lav davka, we have to say that. You're used to it when you see princes later on. That's more in uh, Shmuel and in So So lav davka. It is spelled differently. Yeah. So I saw one more hand. Okay. So take a look at the redak, without further ado. The redak over here in Pasuk Aleph. So she is Yisrael. So the dig over here is V'yakam achare avi like there's a Continuity. Sounds like there's a list, and we had this shefet, and then Avi melech, and then... So, give them definitely a shefet, and then Avi melech, that's the shaila. Yaqam shia Yisrael. Sounds like he did more of the same. And the Medak says just that. Shagam avi melech, shia Yisrael. We have no reason to assume that Avi melech didn't do this job and do it well. He defended the country, he ran the country, took care of the ganavim, and took care of the avim coming in, and from an administrative point of view, did a good job. Even that doesn't say in our long description of Yemelach what he accomplished in that regard is because it wasn't focusing on that. Because all it talked about was, unfortunately, the damage somebody can do in the pursuit of COVID and alliances with family that shouldn't exist and fights within families that shouldn't exist, and getting rid of the rest of the family, which shouldn't have happened. So, the Redak says, the fact that it doesn't mention, by the way, he also saved Clay Yisrael, is because Pashid, he was a shefet, and a sire, and a leader, in every other sense of the word. So, the only bad news that was reported was the bad news about the civil war in the Rizikha, which was pretty bad. Yeah? Yes, yeah, so the Abba disagrees with this. So the Abba is not alone. This is a big machazir shanim. But just that's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, we only. That's why I said there's only one pasuk over here. So whatever details we're going to glean, this is the pasuk. But uh, the Abba Benel, and others disagree. It's just I, I'm showing you the Radak is usually the standard for push up shot. That's why this is so surprising. That the Radak is the one who says this is a continuation and the next one to be Moshiach as Yisrael is, that sounds like he's connected to the last one, but the Malbim, the Barbanel, and many others do not agree, and they hold, we should just press the delete button, and he shouldn't be on any list, just chronologically, he happens to be taking up space in the three years in between, what? No, but we don't have any negative comments, so uh, the Stam Shafid was a Tzaddik and a Chacham, and did all the jobs, and that's why he's called a Shefet keep in mind, Avimelech is not called a Shefet even the Radak is going to point that out again. He's, he's called a sire, which could be by brute force, which it was. Sire just means he's the commander because he muscled his way in. So even the Radak is not giving too many compliments. He just points out the good news is that everything else went okay. Which, again, La al Don't want to compare Avi who Lamaisa. Apparently, certainly, according to the doc, had schusim and kept mitzvahs in other ways. But if you had a uh, mafioso figure who killed a lot of people, a lot of bodies in the way they stepped on to get to where he was, but as he's running the clan and the neighborhood, things were actually very safe and crime was at a low ebb, and maybe even gave charity. Again, La for adults. I don't want to care. Avimelok wasn't that bad. <laughs> He had uh, personally, he would consider himself a from, and the doc is certainly telling us that he did everything else right. The uh, Barbinell and others would say, No, maybe he did those things right, but that was only because, in his defense of he looked at himself as a leader, and therefore he kept control. Within the lack of control, total chaos, and civil war that was going on, but that's not an accomplishment that should even be noted. But the B'dak says it is. Let's just finish the B'dak. And he did it well and effectively. The B'dak is madeik from Acharei, meaning. Following, and there's a connection, and he would not be on the list, which means the Wadahk holds, he is on the list, and it wouldn't have even called him a leader, even though it didn't call him a shepherd, it called him a Tsar. The Wadahk says he wouldn't have even gotten that title. And the Ababadel and others say, no, he did nothing right in terms of getting credit, even if some things went right and he was a rusher for what he did, and therefore he's not on the list, and that a different list. Now, you're asking this iconic list of what Nafkamina does it have. It has a nafkemina, lagabe, the list of sheftim, if you put a vimelech there, like the radak, it's almost an important hashkafik shayla. Can we give any credit for what he accomplished despite his tremendous vice of his um, violence and his radifes covert? Can we... Put that aside for a moment and look at the total picture. Now it's almost like uh, a Din and Shamayim, between him and a but it is an interesting Shaila. And as Gadali pointed out before, it had repeated itself with other leaders as well. Yes. The rest of the sheif fills up all the years, or we have other breaks. Yeah, it doesn't mean that when a sheif had passed away. The next took the job, not at all, because you see the posse has to describe Clay started going off, and then there was an attack, and then they were in big trouble, and then they needed a it, so there were years in between. Right, we don't need to close the gap. That's not what the radak is saying. Yeah, the radak is just being from the radak is that when they needed it, he was the next one. It sounds like there's some continuous list going on. Not that the gap had to be the next morning they need to shape it. As a matter of fact, it's pretty clear that wasn't the case. That's that's correct. Yes? I just Yeah, like the mom is saying, to save them from Ave Melch. Right, 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 right. There is another, but the Redak didn't, clearly is avoiding that. But yes, that is the option that now saw is bad shape after this disaster and this debacle. We got to pull everybody together and have him who want to lead for the right reasons. Yes, that's correct. They're two very, and they're both right in a way that he also did that. The question is, do we focus on the positive here and even call him somewhat of a leader, a sire, if not Shaftim, and that's the Chiddush of the Radak over here. Uh, let's go to the Pelayets. What? Yes, exactly. So, is there any Shvachavit? That's why I didn't want to compare the Mafiosa example with Mosle Havdol, because if they're not keeping uh, general mitzvahs, there's no redeeming quality there. Let's go to the Pelayets. Page, Ayin Reish Beis, which is Reish Ayin Beis, if you're looking for it, but just don't call it that, because that's a negative connotation. Yishva Das. One of the nice things about this minig, and most farm do follow the minig, not all farm, that they don't want to spell out the word rov, because rov is a famine, Rahman al-Islam, and many other words like that, like retzach as in Avi Melech's uh, campaign and people that were far worse than him. So fits in well with the bottom shtickle which we're going to start, Yishvadas, Das, and that is Yishvadas Das is a middah that's acquired after many years. Usually only takes about 100, 120 or so. And it comes from Bittach and Amunah. But It also comes from it stems from the same Bittach and Amunah. It comes from an optimistic, rosy way of looking at things. And this is just a small example, but since it's on Ayin, rage Bays, I don't think anything's a coincidence. The Rav, if you're up to the page number, and you're two pages before, and you have Ian Rachel well, <laughs> they switched also, was Rav. Okay, the page before, Resh, Ayin, Aleph. That's a nice uh, parva number. So if you're counting the pages, so like why would we bother switching Ray Ayin, as Resh, Ayin, so now it's Ayin, Say the word. So the mini gestural is so medactic in every kutza shalyud that part of the general optimism is if it's not necessary, we don't want to say the word ra or rav. It's not a superstition. It's that we're very optimistic. The same reason why we don't want to say tamea, we say behemothah instead when we can is we want to focus on kadusha, we want to focus on good news, we want to, and if we wouldn't be like that, Klai Yisrael wouldn't be here. Because if you want to be a pessimist, and there are people like this, they just love bad news. i mean look what goes on today, the last couple of years. Like, people are upset, there's no bad news, well let's take this and make it really bad, really scary. That, that way we can be bent out of shape before we even dive in chakras. That's a terrible middah. It doesn't mean you sweep everything under the carpet. There's sometimes, you have to deal with bad news. And but nothing's bad because the Gemara says and the Psukkim say many different ways that there's no ra that comes from, that emanates from Baruch We don't always see it as toiv, and that's the problem in Gullah's conditions in Alamazab. But whatever we could do, large or small, to flip over and treat as toiv, not only is the proper way of looking at things, it also contributes to Yishev Adas in life. And the person lacking like Yisshodas is always worried that maybe what he's seeing as good, that his real bracha, is bad. Let alone the real Ashkafa, which should be whatever you see is bad is really good. We just can't make a teva mitiv yet, so we make a dynamic because we know it's good. We just don't see it yet. Whereas lots of love, everything's going to be uh, teva mitiv. So it's interesting. The Da's entry on page Reishayim days. That's why we have an iron ridge page. Yes. Yes, Yeshua Das doesn't mean, yeah, it's a good question, I know what you're asking. It doesn't mean you're satisfied with your lot. You should always be looking for more in your ruchnias and never be satisfied. So in that aspect, we don't have Yeshua Das that we want to be static. We want to be moving. We want to be on the move. We want to be going up. Yeshua Das means in the Gashmias, in the Elam Haze, aspects, don't get for tumult and all distracted by what's going on because all that is here to distract you. And if you're not working on your Betachem you're not working to understand and always internalize that everything HaKash Baruch Hu puts here is for your good. And either it's good now, you don't see it, or it's a distraction, it's here to test you, and you're not passing the test. So, Yishav Das will be all about the Yishav necessary to do Avedis Hashem. And everybody we know, about Hashem, is either very from or not yet from, but they want to become from. And <laughs> that basically includes everybody. So, Yishav Das is what throws us off. Why do we learn straight for an hour? The answer is we would, but we're so nervous about everything that's going on, we can't. So it all boils down to getting the Yishuv Das under control, which is uh, uh, the function of Bittachon but the result of positive Bittachon HaMunah. So... And it's, it's for years, mean... I said you shouldn't feel Yishuv if you're not there yet. When well, you get there, you have Yishuv and... When you get to Elam Haba, you certainly have Yishuv Needed, I, well, <laughs> I don't know, you know, at the sites the in the Ayah the way of saying, have an aliyah, and the shama still, uh, whatever that means, uh, but that's not lack of Yishvah Das. What I'm saying to 120 is you shouldn't think that you can ever rest on your laurels and say, well, I was kind of the midah, B'toch I have Yishvah Das, and that's enough. It's always a work in progress. That's what I meant. You shouldn't give up the fact that certain days you're more bent out of shape than others. So with the introduction, let's just read one line. Das, who it's extremely important, pivotal for your performance. That's a very important general line. And if you can't concentrate, you're really not accomplishing what you're setting out to do. And most of the things we do, yeah, mitzvah, mitzvahs, you can put on film technically without concentrating, but then you're losing a mitzvah without concentration. It's like a and neshama. You'll get zchar, you're doing the mitzvah. But it takes away a lot. Certainly the mitzvahs that require pure concentration and the main mitzvahs of Veda like davening and learning. Put those two together, that's like 98% of our mitzvahs during the day. Davening and learning. And without concentration, yes, you daven, but that's really a guf below Neshama. And learning without Havana is also very shvach and tereshbalpeh, almost non-existent. And that's who he says, Our generations... Yasme diyasme Shali beinu bali manu that our heart is not with us because of the long gulus and the tirdas upon us and the like, and we need to constantly force ourselves to concentrate. And Yeshavadas, at the end of the day is going to be a function of bittachon That yes, there are problems, that things are going on. Per yesterday's russia, we don't control most of these things, so don't worry. Baruch has everything under control. It's not your problem. That's the first uh, step in the right direction. Mitzvah Shem will continue tomorrow night. Right. Kultov.